Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Live from the podcast rooms in Glasgow, it's all about the jurors with Rookie Neal, Derek Ferguson, and Charlie Miller. Hello and welcome to All About the Jurors. It's myself, Rookie Neal, and tonight we're actually after one podcast. Uh, the, the two guys have already left me, both away on holiday. Uh, Derek's away over to watch uh, Lewis playing against AC Milan. I think that's tonight, and. Uh, Charlie's been holiday, but I'm joined by two very special guests. I've got Craig Houston from the Sons of Truth Academy. How you doing, pal? Very well, mate. Thanks. And we've got another former Rangers player, Bob Malcolm. How are you, mate? Good, Ricky. Thanks for stepping in for Charlie. No problems. Well, he's already been sending me pictures <laughs> of me. He actually looks whiter than, he's, than he did when he left, by the way, which <laughs> isn't like him. I know. He was like to me, give me five minutes and he'll be back on. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but before we get into the show, I just want to say a big thank you to all our sponsors. We've got uh, Safa, that's our brand new sponsor. That's the Armed Forces Charity, uh, Soldiers, Sailors, Airmen's Families Association, uh, Plugged In Business Solutions, Park Construction and Plant Hire, Giant Architectural Limited, and DB Dental Care. Now, actually, later on, I'm going to show you something I got from DB Dental Care today. Right. Uh, I'm going to plug something for him because yeah. he's. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about it later. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk about Bob now since Bob's <laughs> the, the the former Rangers player. So I'll get this right. Bob Malcolm, 115 games for Rangers in his senior career. He started in 1994 as a, as a youth. 1999 senior, four league titles. Wikipedia doesn't say that by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scottish Cup and Scottish League title. Uh, it's good that we've got you both on tonight, actually, because obviously, Craig, you've got your academy mm-hmm. and you had some pro youth uh, boys on last week on your podcast. Yeah. And obviously you came up through the ranks, you know. So what, what is it like, like, as a boy growing up? Through, like, you're a Rangers fan as well, yeah? Just Yeah, it's, it was a, it's a dream. So a dream came came true for me. And as uh, Craig, he's got kids that have left his set up and went to uh, pro youth or whatever. It's, it's, the same, it's the same thing, same feeling. Uh, it was obviously special because I grew up a Rangers fan and had the opportunity. Walter Smith was the manager, Walmart and John McGregor were my coaches. So, uh, going through the, the the years and under John Chalmers and that, uh, got the opportunity to sign. So there was there was no other. Once I knew that I had the opportunity to sign, there was no way of going anywhere else. What, who, who was your first senior game for against uh, Dundee United? Dundee United. Who was just scoring that day? Uh, 2-1 I think it was 2-1 Bomber someone isn't he by the way Bomber's a crackpot <laughs> and he's, that's him killed in a bit as well now <laughs> do you know I, I can remember a few years back uh, I went to one of the Orsa things uh, it was in Phuket and uh, they, they wanted you to play a wee charity game against one of the local teams right and I hadn't played football in years 
and only get in for the dancing about seven o'clock in the morning. The game was about half past ten or something. And honestly, the sweat was pouring at me. And I was, I was terrible. So I was right. I thought I was going to spew after the first kick of the ball. But uh, John Brown was playing left back, and see that Bushy was shouting at me. I was only, in the, but he was still taking it so serious. You know what I mean? And it was like he wasn't even playing football anymore. Was he like that as a player? Was you as well? If M, M was having a bad session, he would, he would step in and he'd be like, I'll show you how to do it, I'll show you. And uh, one one of the sessions, he was, obviously he's the coach, so he's got the whistle nut around his, his neck. And uh, it was like a simple, it was a, a warm-up, but some of the boys were taking the piss. So it's just a wee simple, you throw up, throw the ball to the chest, you, like chest and header or whatever, and he's he's went and headed it and the, the whistles came up and hooked him right in the forehead <laughs> while he's heading the ball. <laughs> Oh, I've never said he's the blood gushing down his front of his face. Everybody did they stop training. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were laughing at him, but he was raging. So everybody they made everybody run after that. Have you played in any charity games with him since? I have a few years back, but he's he's still the same. He's always uh-huh. he's always been the same. So Craig, Bob is a player. Do you think him underrated? Do you know I've been told that so many times today by the way. Aye, I think. I don't know Bob will be agree with us, but that time I felt, see like um, Morris Rosses in the world, they would make one pass two degrees out or a foot short and the crowd would start slotting his. Whereas if you were the wee guy from Portugal, the winger that nobody had actually heard of before Rangers signed you, you got far easier days and uh, you know, you'd, you'd have to have a right series of bad games back then before they would start getting on you. And I always just felt that the homegrown players, they, um, they didn't get the same slack. I think the expectation was a bit more because like you were homegrown and no you're Rangers fans. Is that a fair comment, Bob? Is that a fair analysis? Well, I've seen I as think, a fan. I think you're bang on, but it wasn't just me and Morris. I, yeah. I've heard Fair Barry getting it as well. Aye. Young games when he's maybe made a bad pass or two, he's they're on his case. But I think it is a homegrown thing. I can remember under well on that there was when Charlie that was playing, it was he was the one that was getting stick. But you could have big ammo could fucking shelve five balls into the stand and everybody would clap their hands. You know what I mean? It was just one of the things. Do you know, I was I was looking at some of the players that you played in with and uh, one of my favourite players at that time was Dado Purcell. What was he like as a guy? I can always just remember on that bus singing the follow, follow. <laughs> that was him every day, to be fair. He could come, he'd come into training. Always, if you're in a bad mood, he would pick you up. Uh, great guy. The only thing was his aftershave. He used to wear jupe every single day. Shang with jupe. Oh, <laughs> Every single day, it was horrible. Do you know, I used to wear it when I was, that was about a good 10 years ago. I was popular back then. Aye, but you were maybe about 20 or something at the time. He was 25. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I, I like my dupe. And then we're going to start talking about the, the game, last week's European game against Servette. Uh, one each, but Butland, uh, he was excellent, I thought, last week, Craig, wasn't he? Mm. I think out of all the, the signings in the summer, he's been the one that's caught my eye. You know, it's as if he's settled already, settled quick, and I think he's proven to be a decent signing. Already, um, juries and the other ones obviously uh, with different degrees of success, but uh, I had a very, very important save early on. Sorry, I just I thought you were still going there. I was reading, a, I was reading one, I was reading Curry Muncher's uh, he's Curry Muncher comments every week, right? And uh, Curry Muncher comments every minute, <laughs> and he says, This one's for Bob. I've not even read it yet, but I'm just going to read it and see what it says. One for Bob, meaning no disrespect, as he was never considered one of the best players by fans, but nearly every player mentions his name. What was it like to play with the big names at Rangers? I don't know if that's a compliment or what. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll, we'll take it as it is, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I think, no, in fact, Cody Munchen actually know. said uh, he thinks you were one of the most underrated players at Ibrox as well. We said that earlier on. But I, so, at your time at Ibrox, he's asking you, who was your favourite? 
favourite player, player to play with. with. Aye. Uh, probably Ronald De Boer. I would have said Fergie if he wasn't my pal, but uh, <laughs> he's it's no it's Ronald De Boer is unbelievable, especially he only had one knee that was properly working. Uh, yeah, he couldn't bend his other knee, and the way he performed week in week out was frightening. Michael Moore as well until he got his injury would have been probably one of the best players that we've had. Right. Uh, um, I'll go for the ball. The ball. Uh, sorry, I just jumped out of that because I seen that one there. Uh, but Servette, it was a tough game last week, wasn't it? Because they had about six or seven players missing out for the, the first round. You know, so I was actually a bit worried about that ball last week. But how do you think they played? I think the first half, you know, they, they were trying to get themselves into the game and never, never really got into the game. Uh, then obviously got, went to go behind. And then I think must have got a bit of a ball looking at half time. They, they, came, they turned up after half time. And did all right. I don't know. I, th- I think when they met, when we went to three at the back, the last maybe ten minutes kind of uh, brought a wee bit of pressure on us that we, we, we never had the foot there. The second half, sorry, uh, but we got the result that we needed. So, I mean, it was some goal for Tavernier again, Craig, wasn't it? Aye, aye. Uh, it was. Uh, it was special, and he's, he makes a habit of it. You can <clears throat> can argue his goal returns before a right back to be fair. But you know, I was like, see, last week I was actually starting to not criticise uh, Tav, but I was thinking he's starting to look like he's not get the, he's losing a bit of pace now. Uh, I don't know if it's because the other players were bringing in a lot more faster, you know. But I mean, big Stan, he's always one for criticising. Uh, <laughs> Tav. <laughs> I know, I know, but I mean, do you think it, there's rumours that he may actually go within the next ten days before the, the transfer? Do, do you think it'll be hard to replace him, or are you looking forward to having like Sterling? He's looking good as well. It's looking alright, but I can I can't see Tav going to be fair. Yeah. I can't see it. I think if he was if he'd have went, he'd have went before now. Or the club would have would have let him go before now to try and get other players in. Even a big money thing over to Gerard. Well, it's up to the club. It would need to be it's the club's obviously it's up to the club. If it's a big enough offer then they've got to take it. But I think at this time of the campaign when they're just they've tried to get into the Champions League and Kicking the league season off, it's, it would be a big loss to the club. Aye. Bob, see when you were at Rangers, was it the main keeper, Stefan Kloss? Aye. Yeah, Stefan, Aye. then Ronald Varus came. He kind of had taken over and then Griggsy. Griggsy was there, not he? But what, what are you thinking about Butland now? Because I think he's looking like a Rangers keeper and I think we've always been quite lucky when it comes to Rangers keepers. I think he's got what most keeper, well, keepers we've had in the past haven't really got. Well, Griggsy's... He's bigger than me a wee bit, but Butland looks as if he's a good six five, six six six. He's a bit of stature about him. Aye. I don't think we've really had that comfortable coming for crosses as well. So, some we've not had for a few years. It's, I know what this one. Uh, Stevens mentioned one where he comes running out and he kind of he's saying Butland's looking good apart from his kicking. That's three or four times he's sclaffed his kickouts. Hopefully, just a blip. But same way, Dylan Craig, you see him. He kind of I don't know why he done it. He came running right out of the stopped. corner and. Just about heads, but that's the only thing that I've seen him doing wrong. And uh, they do two kickouts as well. But I think he's going to fit in. Well, the goalie, if, if he makes more saves, it stops goals that are you know others would miss. Um, that, that's what they're paid to do. And as long as he's not throwing any in the net or causing goals, then I think um, it's past marks there. Yeah. Aye. Uh, then we're on to cup game at the weekend. It was Rangers versus Martin 2 1. It was a wee bit of a fright at the start, wasn't it, Bob? With them scoring, <laughs> it was it, but it was. I think it was just looked a bit Tezzers is over for the first few games he's looked to be but that we're not he's not in the pace to get uh, the, the rest of the lads. Right. I think he's a couple of weeks behind still, but with the penalty he looked to be a bit lazy. Uh took a bad touch and then 
that's why I put it. So uh, I think once he's up to speed, he'll he'll be a, a good player for us. Uh, score goals. But it did look a bit dodgy the first first 25, 30 minutes. Do you know think the fans are like right on everybody's case? And I mean, some of the players have only played like three, three or four games, but they're already getting stick. Fibber fans, mate, if, yeah. if you think back, I always laugh at it. As soon as we're linked with anybody, somebody will find a 30-second video on YouTube and suddenly we're signing the next yeah. Ronaldo. And we got all excited and, and too inflated. Uh, and then they come, the, you know, the, the, I don't know, a sclaff a bike kick, and next thing people are questioning. Uh, I think you've got to learn. You remember Hately, you remember McCoy's coming to the club. Uh, people want Richard Riddy, I'm talking about months in, and then he went and played the League Cup final and the rest is history. Even by Hately, didn't he get the best of starts at the club? And um, it'd be nice if they all get good starts, but it's uh, few and far between. And listen, I think you can judge it both ways too early. Um, um, maybe six or seven, eight games in, you can then say, right, is he. See so got it or not, and some people, as Bob will know, they just can't play for Rangers. They could be all right somewhere else. Come to us, and you know, whether it's the, the 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 club, the size of the club, the crowd, I don't know, the the league, they just don't make it. So I think to judge them as being superstars or failures um, after what two league games, um, maybe a bit tough. That's very tough, isn't it? Uh, I mean, Charlie keeps on saying that last season he was always worried that we bought quantity instead of quality, but hopefully this season we got it right. Hopefully, I think. And as I say, I think we've Craig just touched on it there with the you, you gotta give him time. You can't just judge a player after two and three games. Uh one the one that I'm surprised at is Sakala. I know he's he was a wee bit you don't really know what he's doing week in, week out, but for me I don't see him who's like the come in that's been better than him. For for what he's gave us return wise, like creating goals and scoring goals over the last six months. Do you know, I've heard that a few times now, people saying who have we actually brought in this better and who will let go. Mm-hmm. No, but I think it's just a, I think a lot of our, our previous players were getting to that age that it was time to move on, you know, it was nothing to do with they weren't good enough. I think it was just they were getting like 32, I, I 33. the club, Danny, they've probably about a year late with the overhaul. Uh, but it started, so you've got to give them time to gel. Do you know, <laughs> See the minute of words in here that keep on saying underrated by you. I'm going to ban the, <laughs> going to ban the word underrated. But you know, here's one that uh, I was going to ask you later on. Uh, it's from David Cars. Bob was a great passer of the ball when he played in the Jersey midfield. Very underrated. How did Bob enjoy playing for Brisbane with Charlie and Craig Moore? There must be some funny stories oh, for you all there. Don't really remember it. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great, great, great club. Uh, the only disappointing thing about that was that the fan base, wasn't it? Like you know, we played in a fifty thousand seat stadium with maybe five thousand fans. I, I think they've got more fans now. But uh it was it it was the same for every club. You're going to big stadiums and there's no great the great fans unless you're going to Melbourne. Right. They would they would fill their stadium. But uh I think you now the years has passed that they've it's got bigger. Right. How how did you form the friendship with big Greg Moore as well? Because you he's, you don't seem like a natural kind of you, Charlie and Craig. No, we grew up when I when I was coming through. Craig was obviously he's a few year old. He's the same age as Charlie, a few year older than me. But uh, once we got into the once I got into the first team, sorry, uh, Craig lived in Bordeaux when I was Motherwell, so uh, travelled in together. The, the Bordeaux Five, that was what we were called at the time. Uh, but it was crazy. Aye, uh, who was other then? No, well, Charlie wasn't there. Charlie was away. It was oh, right. me, Fergie, uh, Oz, Stevie Hughes. 
and Kevin Muscat. Aye. What was uh, Craig Moore like for a night out? Because the drinking culture is a bit different in Australia, is it not? Nobody really spoke to him until the end of the night when you want to go him. <laughs> put, he put you to sleep. <laughs> nah, great, great guy. Great guy. Uh, he's just he's one of us, isn't he? He's, he's, came, he's been here since he's been 18, 19, so he classes himself as, as one of us. Aye. Uh, Craig, seeing Saturday, obviously, it was a cup game against Morton, and he's decided to change quite, you know, quite a few players, saving them for this week, but... Me personally, I would have rather they kept guys like Cantwell and try and gel. I don't mind them doing that later on during the season, but I still think we need to gel together as a team. I, listen, I don't think you need to be resting people this early in the season. It's a bit concerning. And to be honest, I, I was um, I was in the Hilton Hotel from nine o'clock on Saturday setting up for our Play of the Year awards, so I, I didn't get to see the game. Um, which in hindsight was probably not a bad thing. But I did see the team lines coming through and social media, and I thought, mm, I'd rather be shooting one. It, it, you know what I mean? We need to win trophies, uh, and I, I know we should be able to put out a B team against types like Morton, with all due respect, and 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 um, be safe. But I think I don't think any the fans can work out our best eleven, and I don't generally don't think the manager has either yet. So it would have been nice to see a wee bit more consistency. This is what I think is my strongest team. I like them getting show and perform and, and try and save the jersey. If you're changing every week, you've not you know there's not been that same feeling that I need to perform to keep my jersey and. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go great. Um, the result suggests that. The times of the goals suggest that. I can't talk to you about performances and stuff because I genuinely have not seen the game. Right. Only sobered up on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> so da. But uh, no, no, you're totally right. But uh, to be honest, uh, Morton actually, I thought they came out quite well. You know, for the first half, I thought they were decent. Uh, but do you think? Uh, obviously, they gave Dessels a chance to take that penalty. Do you think that's just to build up his confidence, Bob? No, apparently he's meant to be a. Proper penalty taker. I think that's why he did the manager knock him after the game and say that he's that the captain's under pressure. Is it? But whether that means that Dezels is going to be playing every week, I don't know. But uh, no, he's meant to be decent at him. And Danilo's making his mark as well, scoring again, you know, coming off the bench. To be fair, I, I think I like the look of him, the, the bits I've seen him. Uh, I didn't like the look of him, the, the home Soviet game for the first 25 minutes. I think he was their best player, but then after that, he's he's looked decent. See that game? That was a weird one. I thought we had enough opportunities, enough possession to actually go and win that game. Not the game, the tie in the first half, mm-hmm. and then it didn't. And then the second half, they got into ten men, and you're thinking, "Well, we'll push on again." And it didn't happen. And I just thought it was a weird one. And th- but thankfully, the the result went the right way the following week. But uh, what a weird game that home game was. Yeah. No, I'm getting loads of comments coming in, so I'm just going to kind of button with the questions every every now and then. Uh, but Stephen Learmouth is saying, what was Bob's favourite goal he scored? Dundee Ibrox was a cracking strike. Can't actually remember the other two. Something rings a bell at Fur Park. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Fur Park was uh, that was my first goal. Uh, Motherwell, uh, last it was it must have been the last kick of the ball nearly. We struggled. It was that was a game for Bruce Fernandez came on right. and he scored an absolute world his first touch. And uh, we had struggled against Motherwell. I think that was under, that must have been under Dick Advocate. Right. And uh, I managed to get the a top oak on the on the goal line, and I ran away celebrating. And I always remember Scott Leach kicked me in the, the balls because <laughs> <after laughs> uh, I was celebrating in front of him. But, uh, what was that like? What was it feeling like going for your team? You grew up supporting. I didn't know what to do. Cause obviously, when you play reserve games or youth games, there's hardly any fans there to celebrate with anyway. So I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I, Lockett was at the Rangers then, so I just stood there and started shouting. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is me? 
Eh, must have been on the eighteen. There he says, I, Stephen, ah, that was it. Yeah, cheers, Bob. He was at that game. There you go. So right. what, was, what was the Dundee one? I'm trying to remember. The other two were against Dundee. I've only, only scored three. What, the one he says was a screamer. I can remember that one. Left foot. I'm Top off man. staff, Paul. Come on. Too old for us, memory. Carry the, on. The ball came to the, the back of the back of the box, and I've went and had it in my right, and the boys blocked it, and it came to my left. Oh, left. I don't remember it now. Right, just come back to Morton Keeper. This is Gallant Pioneer actually. Morton's Keeper stopped if you've been five or six. That is true. Their keeper had a brilliant game, so they did. Uh, anyway, moving on. Hadji, Hadji and Yilmaz have been left out of the European squad list. Uh, ben Davies and Rabbi McTondo have come in. Uh, obviously, there's rumours about Hadji now. There's been a bit of a, an argument over Hadji's comments after the Morton game. He says, I'm obviously disappointed by the situation, but I respect the gaffer's decisions. That doesn't mean I agree with him, but I respect him. He is a manager at the club. And then uh, today, Michael Beale has said, he totally understands Hadji wants to start every week. So between now and the transfer window, we'll need to look at what happens. You know. So does that sound like he's on his way out or maybe out on loan? So when I heard about this today, the first thing that thought went through my head is, why have we put Hadji in front of the press after that game? Yeah. Because it's a game that wasn't fantastic. She don't know being your captain or a you know a, a, one of the senior pros. Now I don't know who makes that decision. Is it the manager or whoever it is that's doing her PR this week? And is that the right decision to make, or was it actually planned? Is it is a decision been made? We need to do it, boy, and we'll just throw him under a bus because it doesn't make sense to me why you would put him in that situation. Known fine well he's going to get asked the question if you've not already loaded the words with whoever's asked the question. And I'm going, that's just bizarre. Don't put him in. Don't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. Has there been something more to training? I don't think that anything that he said is wrong, though. I don't. No, I don't think so either. He's obviously back. He's back and he's, he's, he's on ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, he's given the, the manager the respect. He said, I respect yeah. him. And yeah. I don't agree with his decision, but I respect it. No. So, so that seems to be the excuse that's now given for pulling him out the, the, Europe, the European. Um, but I think now looking at the manager, saying they've, I think they've been looking, he's been looking elsewhere, or his agent's been looking elsewhere Aye. the last maybe week or so. So if something comes up, they can go. Aye. Michael Beale said that today that his, his agent has been looking. So I think Yelmaz, he he's injured. He can't be, he's not fat enough to make the squad. No. I don't think he's, Aye, he's injured fall, as well, but his head's meant to be down as well. I didn't realize him, him and Sakala were actually the best mates as well when he used to go to the games together and all that. And uh, he's been a wee bit down ever since. Oh, stop it. Seriously? <laughs> That's it. Come on, we're up now. We're no under 12s. <laughs> he's in the half cause he's passed away. Oh, stop it. Anyway, can't be true. Serious. Mitch's Gracias says, Hadji at least showed some creative creativity when he came on. Showed a bit of passion. I think Beal has got this wrong if he shows him the door. That's football on it. And there's so that's... many other players I'd probably have before him in the team, uh, personally. But that's just me. Uh, moving on. Women's World Cup. Did you watch it yesterday? Nope. No, <laughs> never watched a minute of it. No. I can't believe. See this the Spanish guy that's getting all this press because he kissed somebody. What is it? The, the president of the Spanish FA kissed the lassie after the game, and they're wanting him flung it because that's invading the lassie's privacy and all that. And I'm thinking, where are we going with this? Where does this all stop? You know what I mean? And it's like absolutely crazy. He, he, his team's just won the World Cup. And the glasses came up. I don't know if he gave her the trophy or whatever, because I've, I've tried to see a video of it. I've only seen the still portfolio and he's like that. You know, like, if, if Michael Beale does that, we win the League Cup the first get, the, the season and Dessler scores a winner and he runs up and gives him a kiss, is he to get kicked out of Rangers no. for invading his guy's privacy? And I was like, oh, just it's the only story I've seen in the World Cup. Never watched a minute of it. Um, and picked it up at the end. Thought, oh, come on, what's the world coming in? Do you know what? I- 
that was the only game out the whole tournament I watched. It was just this final bit. I didn't realise they were doing this new thing with the, the VARs. They were doing where the referee actually calls it over the microphone. So all the fans hear it. Uh, so they're trialling it. Would you like to see that coming into our game, Bob? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine that, yeah. <laughs> I know, imagine we Willie Collum. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't like to see that. I don't. I just wanted the referee to go and quickly have a look at the decision, and then if it's right or if it's no, then make the decision. Too, too much. Fanning about us, and you're on for like five minutes before the. Do you know what I mean? The, and the video guy's phone says to the referee, "Oh, you need to go and look at it yourself after five minutes." I mean, it was thirteen minutes injury time. Yesterday, is that that's all VR time that's counted, or are they just doing this the same as the guys? There was, there was a, a kind of head knock at one point, but I, I don't know where they found the other kind of 10 minutes or whatever, you know. But uh, no, I actually thought it was quite good when you heard why they were explaining what the VAR decision was, you know. It wasn't just a case of a goal disallowed or anything like that, you know. She was actually saying, you know, legal handball, blah blah blah, you know. So it was, it was quite good, but uh, I just can't imagine why we Scottish ref <laughs> shouting over eyebrows, you know what I mean. That, that's how it won't happen. It's just too. Imagine that an old forum game. Oh, it would it would be nuts. Everybody shouting and I'm bad on it. See, see, just talking about old forum. Just fire this one at you. Should the Celtic fans be back in Ibrox and vice versa? I've only ever played when it was when the fans have been there. It's always been great atmosphere. So I understand why Rangers done it first time, but I don't know if it should be. There's got to be some fans. I, I, I don't agree with there being no fans. Aye. I think there's got to be an agreement with some certain fans, but I don't really care if it's 800 or if it's 1,500. So that'll be yourself, Craig. See, when it first started, I, I, I've been to uh, many old firm games and love nothing more than watching 7,500 people walk out the ground and their face tripping them with 10 minutes to go. It was part of it. Um, and at the time, I, I remember hearing the logic with some people who wanted to like, um, out of it, be saying, you know, they were celebrating too much and all that. And I think, and I said at the time, let's just put a team in the park that can beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Park Kid when, you know, when we won the league and there was fans falling out the, the stadiums. And um, I remember <laughs> being that drunk, I missed the first two goals. That was here, Michaela Chenko, Kuznetsov scored one all, uh, New Year's mm-hmm. game. I was coming down for the Loudon and um, uh, East End Loudon. I mean, my, brother in at the time, but that's steaming, we must think the first two goals, there's only two goals, and see all that stuff, you know, that, that's not going to ever happen anymore, yeah. do you know what I mean, and um, I think... What, are you getting steaming? <laughs> I, I mean, I remember when I first started going to old firm games, uh, early 80s, early mid 80s, and 
not only did they have the hole with the broom one, they had the, the west enclosure, and a few times even a wee bit of the main stand. And it was just chaos. Do you know what I mean? Um, and folk will argue, oh, there's no fans in it, the El Clasico, and it's still a classic. Well, aye, but I think the El Clasico was famous for what was going on on the pitch. Yours was almost more famous for what was going aye. on in the atmosphere. And I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I don't, I think we're going to end up in a situation that the only times we're going to get that is uh, cup finals and semis when we're playing at Hamden. Aye, and bet. they'll be better atmospheres. Even at Hamden, <laughs> not saying something. Aye, aye. <laughs> Uh, here's as you were nine one four two zero. That's some name that. Uh, do you think Bill is the right man to deliver a successful season with what they've seen so far? And thoughts on Hadji being left out? Well, we've already covered Hadji, but Bob, what do you think of Bill so far? Uh, I don't know. I, I, the jury's the jury's still out. I don't, I don't know if it's. I think it's he's the way we're trying to play. Like with the the, the change, we've obviously come away. There's no wingers. Uh, Try to play two strikers and one off them or whatever way they're trying to do it. Uh, it's no, it's no happening yet. And obviously, you know, the, the manager doesn't get that amount of time. It doesn't happen within the next or couple of months, and we're not playing well and results are not, are not great. Then his time could be up. But I hope not. I hope not. I think he's since he's come in, he's, he's got a good record. Also, the, the team played well at the end of the last season, or the last six months. So. Uh, by all accounts, I feel he's a really good coach, but a good coach doesn't make a good manager. So no, I, ho I hope he is a good. A few people player. said that to me this week because I asked the same question. Because uh, I, I, I just get worried that a lot of his football is quite predictable. You know, especially see all these teams at part of the bus where nearly every team part of the bus against us, we just kind of seem to break them down. Uh, well, I think that's maybe why he's playing with two strikers uh, to try and nullify that. But let's say it's no, we've not looked great the first few games. But as I say, it's a new system as well. So the players that have been there can't well the defensive the the uh, Barisic, Tavernier attacking fullbacks. Yeah. It's all new to them as well because I'm not playing this information. So uh, I said when you do these things, it doesn't just take two or three weeks. You've got to, you've got to do it a, a couple of months. Well, I, I can't find a bit odd as when he came in. He Obviously, was some of the competitions were over, so he almost got a free ride at, it at the start of his uh, managerial career. Um, and then when it's the real time, the first game of this season, that's real judgment time from him. He's started changing it, and I'm like, why did you not do that three, four months ago? To find, right, that suits Scottish football, that suits the type of player that we're after. Um, because if he's changed the system so much, then the players that you recruited up to that point recruited for a different system and yeah. get right personnel but I, th I would like to have seen the changes at the end of last season not the start of this season I think as well see like when when you talk about changing formation and playing the two strikers well then why not keep Morelos and bring somebody else in to play with him Aye. that's you know what I mean can you believe he's still not got a club yet Bob not really but well I think maybe people are looking at the way his attitude the way, yeah I think that's what's causing his problems. The attitude. He's obviously a great, a great player and can score goals. Uh, but you look at the first couple of years of his discipline as well. Uh, I've, I don't know. The, I've never met the boy before, but I've seen him out in clubs and pubs. And, and Wait, do you go to sanctuary or not? No, <laughs> I've, I've seen him out in different places, and uh, and it wasn't just like it's not a Saturday or a Sunday. It's like during yeah. the week. So, uh, but listen, it's each to their own. Uh, he's not here now, so but it was just strange. Why Why would you not take a chance and keep them if you're going to play up on another striker? Jesus used to socialise quite a bit, but 
Aye, we did, but no, no one. It was a Tuesday night. Aye. It was a cut off, and then that was it. I was sure. Because we were off on a Wednesday, so we were training Thursday, Friday. Right. But wouldn't be out on a, a Thursday night getting pushed. <laughs> <laughs> one that I think it's cool. Like, I, I, that one surprised me. I thought the year that we had him, he was the best in our club. See for balls getting played in wide. His job was in front of the two goalposts, and he was his first time shot. He was, I thought he was the best at it, and that's where he got most of his goals. Just, he only needed one. I think his yeah. first two games, he scored three or four goals. Mm-hmm. One chopped off for offside, and they were all the same. Balls getting delivered for wide areas, one touch, bang, goal. And I just kept saying, this boy's better, I think, than, than your goal scorer. Aye, and that's what, you know, mm-hmm. no goal. You know, Morella's done it for a couple of seasons and then off the boil a wee bit. And goal, yeah, goal, yeah, strikers have got to score goals. Mm-hmm. No, no. Uh, and I thought he was a good one. There's big five are saying Bill needs to win the league. Fact. And if he doesn't, after being back big time this year, he can get to <laughs> oh, yeah. Every year, the aim should be to win the league. Not just a one off. The Celtic are... Catching up with our titles, you know, so we don't want that happening. Catching up with heaven. No. Could be the level was, well, they're at the League Cup. That's actually saved us because I think it could have been level with us before Christmas if it wasn't for, uh, depending on when the League Cup final would be. So that, that's cut us a bit of slack from that race, you know, the actual total yeah. uh, trophies. Um, I, I, I think uh, since we got to 55, we could have put our foot right in their neck in the following season. If we'd have went heavy uh, backing the manager at that time, we'd have a, probably still kept them and be won the league again. Right. Do you think um, it was just financial reasons we never done that, Craig? At the time? It must have been. Can not be another? Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it was, I just couldn't believe the, the lack. That, that, that was it. We pushed on. We could have put them to bed for a good three or four years. Um, and we didn't. And we, we didn't get into the Champions League the next year. And, and we missed the free rolls at the Champions League that we created with our coefficient points, which was slightly frustrating. Yeah. I, think I actually don't think Gerard would have left if, see if, if there was money to spend. I don't think he would have agree left. Think so, eh? 100% agree. I think he would have stayed high, but I think he was basically pushed even. There was nothing nothing to spend, so. There was a reason he's not there. Oh, well. He was promised money and he never got it. Simple. Right, moving on, that's like we're talking about, obviously, the next three, four games are really, really important. Uh, and that could actually be a big thing for Bill as well, I think, you know, because obviously we've got... PSV tomorrow night, Ross County, then we've got PSV and then we're up against Old Firm. But uh, we'll, no, we'll no do that now. Who who would you start tomorrow, Bob, and your team? Who would you start in 11 be? I'm starting 11. Oh, yeah. I would probably play, I know it's, it will not happen, but I would, I would start with Sterling at right back, Coldson, uh, Suter, Barisic, and I would play Tav on the right. Right, yeah. Just to, just so that we're, we're tight. We don't want you don't want to be into this game and then because the other two strikers are top. They're a decent, they're a decent team all over. But you want to keep yourself in the game. I know that we want we need to win Ibrox because it's got a hard place to go to. But uh, I just think if you if you can keep it tight and nick, nick a one 0 or a two 0 and take it over there, and then I think. Um, I don't know. No harm. I know it won't happen because he's never done it before. So no, they're not doing it now. But uh, I just think we need to. We can't just focus on going out and attacking. We need to defend as well. Aye. And that they, you know what the Dutch teams are like. Because they can break, mm-hmm. can't they? Yep. Uh, I don't forward wise. I don't. I can't. I don't. Can't see us playing two two strikers with one off either. I think if we do that, we could bleed ourselves open. Uh, but that's the way he's went every game. So it just depends who. I think you've got to go to three midfielders that played Sifuentes, Jack and uh, Raskin. Aye. I think they've they've got to play. 
uh, and then whatever three. I think Dan, Danilo will play, I think, and then maybe the big boy Simon for his pace. And then I don't Lamas. Maybe I don't know. Maybe oh, do you know I thought, I thought Lamas was looking really, really good at the start of the season. It seems to have phased off a wee bit now. Only five games in. I know. <laughs> Maybe she's good ones. I'm one of the bad critics here. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good start to the season. Well, five games in. That's class, Ricky. What about yourself, Craig? Would you be quite similar to? In fact, in fact, you seem now. I Aye. Aye. Bob, you are clear, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Where is that on? I think, uh, I think, uh, aye, I think the, the uh, midfield and holding players, and I think your centre uh, three in the midfield would make sense, and it's just whatever ones are they theorising about them um, would be up for debate. I saw I'm just looking at everybody else's teams that are coming up: Butland, Tavernier, Sopi, Golson, BB, Jack, Raskin, Cantwell, Lammers, Dessers, Danilo. So. We don't have, we don't have a we can't play another way because we don't have any wingers, so we can't we can't play like lopsided or the way. We used to play with eleven crans on the left and three midfielders because we don't have the players to do it. See, see the build up to training and all that for a European match is any different for like just a normal league game or anything like that? Uh, you probably don't train as much because you're it's a midweek game and you've obviously played at the weekend. Uh the boys would have been in they would have trained it today. And then they'll probably be about the hotel tonight. So uh well I don't I don't know the way Bill works right. if that might you know, you might maybe bring them in the morning and go to the hotel in the afternoon or whatever. Uh, but we used to train and go to the hotel. What was it like going abroad, Zach? All right. It was good if you won it, wasn't it? Good if you never <laughs> won. Having to come back in the plane with some of the bears. That's uh, right, I could just share the plane with <laughs> But we were never in a situation where some of the managers have been like uh, fighting with players or any, uh, fighting with fans or anything like that. It's never been as bad as that, but... Uh, I think apart from one season when we played in the Europa League, it's mostly been Champions League and the, the club done relatively okay. Right, here's John Stevo, which he's saying, the lack of pace on our side is a real concern for me. You're too slow and also too narrow. You aren't a huge threat. I actually thought we were quite fast. I wonder if that's your John Stevo that's the treasurer for us. I don't know. John Stevenson's your treasurer for some of us. I put a link on the coaches page before I was coming in to try and get some viewers. Maybe John. Predictions. Slagging anybody for lack of pace. I'll show you photos you haven't played for. So, what do you think the score will be the more of your prediction? I'm going to go 1 0. 1 0. 1 0 Rangers. Greg? I take anything that's still in the tie. I think a lot of people are getting a wee bit over ambitious just because of last year's recent results against them. But, um, just fan of confident we'll get something and um if we can keep a clean sheet that would be, be superb mm -hmm. do you know it's funny the minute rangers fans you say oh we beat them last year it's oh, <laughs> a totally uh, different the thing team. is both teams are different Aye. they've they've sold three or four players for big money as well so both teams are going to be different Aye. good pass you end up by the way i've completely missed this one in the summer so film. 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 Uh, yeah. Film. permanent yeah, yeah. permanent yeah. was oh, it permanent is it I think right? so, yeah. I, think so. I wasn't sure uh ali quinn Matondo might actually start, by the way, as we need to double up on their wingers. I actually think he's come back this season all right. No? I've not, the bats, I've not really seen much of him before. I've seen him uh, one of the pre-season games and uh, he done okay. I know he missed us out, but... Aye. Aye. Uh, and that's a bit that everybody picks up on, but... Uh, by all accounts, he's done well on Saturday. Uh, I, I think he's, he's somebody that we need. He's got a bit, he's got pace and he, can, he plays in the wing, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, he came in the couple of forum games at the end of last season. He done, I thought he done well. Do you know he's actually? Or he was last season. He was the second highest paid player at Rangers. So he was there. So 
Friday night for you, isn't it? Aye, then we've got Ross County away at 12.30 on Saturday as well. I always end up these far away ones at mad hours and that, you know, I've, I've, I've done a bit of I go up as a as a foot soldier away games. Unfortunately, running the kids football team now that's that's harder, and uh, I've not been as many over the last two or three years. I'd like to, but my heart goes out to our away support are fantastic, and you know there's another one. What time these boys need to leave to get up there on Saturday? Um, and you know what? If, if if the European throw had been the other way around, these guys would only be getting in the house on Friday for Friday for them, mm-hmm. you know, for Holland. Aye. And we're expected to be up there leaving the house. At, after the clock, all these guys running supporters buses, you know, scrapping for tickets week in, week out, and you think, oh, that's bloody, is that again? Do you know what I mean? It's just, and it seems to be every time we've got the long, the, the, the long journeys, we get crappy kickoff times for, yeah. for, the, for, the, for the away fans. And they help for the league, they help for the SFA. Mm. Uh, that, that shouldn't be a, an excuse for the players, though. No. It's, no. it's horrible for the fans having to go up there at that time, coming back for that game, but. It's not, it kind of been excuse for the players. Oh, they'll be up there the night before, I'd imagine, as well. Uh, yeah. That's not a trap. There's WATP saying 1-1 both legs. Uh, game goes to extra time <laughs> and penalties. Rangers win 2019 and penalties. <laughs> played that in FIFA and the PlayStation. <laughs> that's I need to get that. I like his wee emoji thing. That's it. So, uh, predictions for Saturday then? Saturday. Saturday. Name away. I'll let you go first. This oh, 2-0. 2-0. Oh, I'll shoot you in. Aye. Aye. Bob? Well, I'll go 3-0. 3-0. You've uh, got to say two, but wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't have <laughs> three. How, how would you line up Saturday then, Bob, knowing that we've got PSV in the way? Strongest team. Strongest team. Should always be the strongest team. Would you know go be like what they've done no. last weekend? No. I don't, well, I can understand why they done it last week, because the Morton. But any any Premier League game, any European game, play your strongest team. And then see if you need to rest players once you're winning. Then, then that's when you don't know. No any other times. And I know it's hard on players on the on the plane every week. I'm not getting game time. We we spoke about this at the end of last season when I was on, and we had three or four games to go in the season. And I said, "See now, go and throw in some of the kids, get them three or four games, right?" And we didn't do it. So I don't get this. But we'll do it at the start of the season, season when, it's, no, no. when, it's, when yeah. it's proper football. I'm just trying to gel any team together as well. I mean, aye, and I, I think. Uh, I don't think we've got a big enough squad to be like Chelsea's rotation system and all these fancy yeah. things. Find your best 11 and go for it. If somebody's playing shite, pull them off yeah. um, and give somebody else a go and find your best 11 and go for it and go and try and run three trophies this year. Right, before we talk about more football, I'm going to show you what's in my wee blue box here, right? <laughs> so basically I was out at one of your sponsors today, I was out at DB Dental Care. So for a few weeks or three months, the wife has been complaining, saying I've been snoring and she thought I'd that sleep apnea and all that, right? So I ended up having to go to hospital and getting on a mad test and I'd done, but I'm fine, right? But I'm on the brink of having sleep apnea, You're right? no fine, I'm man. no fine, I'm You're no fine. fine believe but me. People won't obviously see this in audio, but do you know that? That's actually a 3D replica of my teeth. Right. Right, and basically what happens is I've, I need to wear that, but the night I've not even tried it yet. Wear that, and then it stops me stone. So how good is that? But look, it's an actual three D. Is this one of your sponsors? Aye. God, there's a favour. Don't ever get a sponsor that sells Y fronts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just, or Durex or I'm, something, right? I'm just, I'm just getting one for a, what do you call it, a hair transplant? <laughs> you, get, you, get, you know? we could all get that one. I know. Do you know, see, see, on, see on Facebook, by the way, I keep on getting a same advert coming up and it says that simply the best hair transplant in oh, Turkey. Oh, the price is sixteen ninety. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. See you on that, right? Yeah, see you on that. Back the last time I seen Bob was in the district bar after a, some charity game. 
And it was this guy, he was that drunk, he spoke to me for 10 minutes, thought it was him, right? <laughs> <laughs> I tell him I don't know who was on Harvest. And then we got a phone call for the taxi driver about an hour later. Where does Bob Malcolm live? I said, he's in your fucking taxi. He says, I know, I've asked him 10 times. <laughs> and that was the bastard that stole my boots. Did he? Uh, my bag, my bag went missing. Seriously? Eh? <laughs> Where does he live? He's in your uh, taxi. <laughs> brilliant. Anyway, I'm afraid that's the end of the show already. In fact, here's one. What's this? Too far on a tool extension, mate. I don't know what that means. Too far. I don't know. I think he's trying to be funny, but... If... Two for one. Oh, two for one. <laughs> on a wallet extension. Is that what you said? Must be used to. He's having a go with it. The is all right. <laughs> Anyway, listen, Bob, thanks very much for coming in and filling in for Charlie. No worries. Uh, hope you enjoyed it and hopefully get you back on Does again. Does that mean I was filling in for Derek Ferguson? You were filling in for yeah, Derek. Where, where did that. you say Derek was? Derek's way to see Bologna playing AC Milan. They're playing the night at, in fact, 7.45 tonight. So, sorry for some of it. At least uh, he's no back in Iraq. Yeah. It's fucking Saddam Hussein or whatever it was. That's right, <laughs> aye. Did you hear that story? No. He said that he was, uh, he was, when they were in, was that Iraq? Aye. They said that they get taken to a hotel in the back of the room or whatever, and Saddam Hussein came in to get introduced to him. Shut up. Seriously? Who was playing me? Rangers. And they get basically get bullied into uh, throwing the game. Was it a friend? I must have been a friend. Mad like, freeze. Oh, what? I haven't heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he throw it? What did? I, I did. I don't know. I don't know. Could you blame him? Could you imagine him and Durant trying to fight all the... Uh, <laughs> imagine telling Bomber that. Oh, no. probably... <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing he was saying, right? I've, I've played in a couple of games and like, the sidelines of a few of these uh, charity games. You see folk like Palmer and Alec, you know that? They're nuts. I've, I've played a game at Ibrox, right? Made folk pound three and four hundred quid to play the game. And me, Alec, he's getting them stinking, right? Yeah. I'm like, Alec, that boy's just paid that, right? <laughs> and, and it, was all, it was Rangers players, three or four in one team, three or four Rangers players in another team, and the two teams were all Rangers fans, and he's getting them at stinking. I'm like, Alec, calm down. And I've seen Bomber outside of one of them as well. And it's that just desire to win. It's just but Craig, I actually forgot to ask you, obviously we said right at the start about you, you've got the podcast out and it's got some of your young boys that went through to be pro youth. Yeah. Tell us a wee bit what about that before we finish up. You've still got well, a couple of minutes. This season for about November onwards, we had five kids go pro youth at the older age groups, which was unusual because normally once they missed the first entry, which is about kids at 11 this year. Um, this, this sort of missed the boat, but we had five kids out of the under-13s and under-15s go, and I, th- I mean, one that six, and I thought, we could take them in and hear about their stories and how they've done it, and um, hopefully, I would let folk know about our club and what we do to try and help them, but, and more importantly, for the other 200 kids that are at the club, the aspirations are following them, and you get their feedback and, you know, what, what drove them and what's happened when they went to these pro clubs, how's it different, and the, the kids were brilliant, I thought it was going to be like drawing teeth out of some of them. But uh, the two of them, the older ones, um, were, were one's 16, one's 15. They were, they, they were good. They were chatty boys. But the ones that were under 13s, I thought, well, maybe need to drag out of them. But they were, no, they were all good. And the chat was great. And I got one of the boys, Cody, he's at Kamarnock. And the next day, I got a lovely text off the head of youth at Kamarnock saying how great the podcast was. And I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was great to see the kids and what we're doing at Sons of Stress. So I'll make continue. It's brilliant, isn't it? Right, that is us uh, time up. So once again, thank you uh, for both of you coming on. Uh, hopefully get you back on again throughout the season. And a big thank you to all our sponsors. We've got SAFA, that's the Soldiers, Sailors and Airmen's Families Association. You can check them out at safa.org.uk. When actually we're going to get uh, them on the show throughout the season and also some of the, the people that SAFA have helped uh, 
like throughout the years. Uh, this could be anything that you do with former veterans or people that have been uh, injured at war, everything, you know, it could be mental health, any, any emotional support, everything, support for the families. So we're going to get somebody to come in maybe every three or four weeks just to tell us a bit more about SAFA as well. Uh, we've also got Plugged In Business Solutions, Park Construction and Plant Hire, Giant Sea Architectural Limited, and obviously Stuart, my dentist, DB Dental Care. <laughs> So, can't forget that. All right, but once again, thank you, and we'll be back again next Monday at 7 30. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.